kind of curious about Accessible Media Inc.? Well, folks, visit the Facebook page. Get all sorts of information there. You can like it, and you can interact, of course, with AMI over there. You can follow AMI-audio on Twitter, at AMI-audio. Great way just to keep up with uh, what's happening on the live show here. You can follow along segment to segment. Maybe you've got questions about some of the podcasts, some of the other programs that come out of AMI-audio and content that's available. You can ask questions. You can just follow along and get all the updates right there on the Twitter feed, at AMI-audio. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, any direct questions, feedback at AMI.ca. They can fill you in on AMI-TV, AMI-audio, AMI-tele, anything you might want to know about accessible media, feedback at AMI.ca. Kelly McDonald here with Ramya Muthan. We welcome you back to the program wherever you're listening in around the world. Also, welcome in from Vancouver, Grant Hardy, our reporter who brings us today, for a start anyway, health headlines. Grant, welcome back, buddy. Hello, thanks for having me. Awesome to have you on board as usual. Okay, so we do this on Wednesdays with Grant. Fridays we visit with him for lifestyle. So let's see what he's got in his little kitty of things there. What you got? Okay, let me reach into the kitty and see what comes out here. Uh, all right. <laughs> you know, it's almost Halloween. It's almost that time when adults, I mean children, uh, Eat lots of candy. Oh yeah, of course. Possibly children, children of course. and adults. Only of course, the of course. Ne- ne- never, never us. No, crazy. no. The adults just um, buy it for the children. They, they never raid it. Never. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so the Ontario uh, Dental Association has published some friendly advice on Halloween candy do's and don'ts with regard to your teeth. So I'd like to start with the candy that is surprisingly okay uh one of them is chocolate plain chocolate definitely does have sugar in it but because it dissolves quickly it doesn't actually haunt your mouth for a long time which makes it less damaging to teeth uh also all kinds of nuts have a lot of nutrients including vitamins and minerals that can keep your teeth strong and prevent cavities uh cheese i'm not really sure well, there's cheesy candy on Halloween for sure, and eating cheese leaves a protective film on your teeth that can block sugar from doing damage. It also increases saliva, which washes away the sugar and acid in whatever you eat and drink. It also says good timing is important, like a big bowl of candy can be mesmerizing, but uh, if you've already eaten a meal, you might feel a little bit uh, too full to overdo it, which can right. be helpful too. Yes. Uh, have uh, lots of water and sugar-free gum as well. Um, there's some don'ts though, and this is tough stuff. So caramel, well, not really don't so much as just sort of being caution. aware of yeah. caution, exactly. Um, so caramels and licorice and dried fruit, because they're so sticky and chewy, these sweets can cling to teeth, ruin dental work, and cause tooth decay, as well as hard candy like jawbreakers and lollipops. They're bright and colorful, Mm. but they can chip teeth and dislodge braces. They also soak your teeth in sugar while they dissolve. I'm kind of glad to know I'm not the only one who bites into 
lollipops immediately. I guess yep. you're supposed to. Yeah, I'm know. bad for that. I used um, to love yeah. that, right? I like it better that way than sucking it up. And it's like, oh, you know, it's a, a sort of. But but I will say every time I bite any of the hard candies, I do get like, oh gosh, wonder, wonder if this is the time the tooth's gonna go that way. <laughs> yeah, whoops! I didn't, didn't don't know what that sound was. My tooth just there's made an it. extra crunch like there. It. That doesn't feel like the same crunch. Oh, that's my tooth I'm chewing on. Yeah, oh, man. And even though they're not very sugary, chips easily get stuck on and in between your teeth and can cause. Cavities, it also just reminds people, I'm so bad about this as well, uh, that to not brush your teeth immediately after eating to wait an hour to kind of get things to settle down. Um, Ooh, that's a, that's an incredible tip because I know mo- a lot of people would eat something like that and say, I, I got to go brush my teeth and get this junk off it. Well, especially because of our past culture, we all like, I mean, maybe less so with people who are at home more now, but you know, you eat good breakfast, and then it's like I got to freshen my breath up right away. I don't think there's any way to avoid that completely, but it's good to be aware of. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you guys looking for, uh, like we said, not that adults eat Halloween candy, but just pretending that we all do. Um, how are you guys <laughs> looking in terms of those uh, do's and don'ts? Mm. Well, I like some of that information because you could almost, at least from a dentist perspective, Look at uh, chocolate with nuts as a, a healthy alternative. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that. Yes, yes. <laughs> you almost could convince chocolate dark chocolate. Raisins? Oh, Jeez. well, yeah. Because, and I really like the information about cheese. So the idea is eat cheese with your meal, and then you can eat your sweets right after, and, and the cheese will have already protected your teeth, as long as you don't run off too quick, brush them, and come back. No, I think I'll get some dessert. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have actually started to eat predominantly like if somebody doesn't put twix in my hand gosh chocolate. people um <laughs> more chocolate started to eat 85 percent dark which is Good. reasonable in Ooh, my i love my it books. i've always loved it yeah, my yeah. mother thought there was something wrong with me when i would get into her baking chocolate what are you doing that stuff's so bitter that's exactly <laughs> what i was gonna say i think it started off as a desperate moment when i had no chocolate in the house and found my like uh unsweetened dark chocolate for baking and i thought you know it's not bad. <laughs> it started. Cocoa. It started going out. Yeah, but anyway, it, I I haven't eaten candy candy in a really long time. I do love fuzzy peaches and uh, yeah. oh, those gummy are the stuff. Best. Oh, I yeah. know. I know. Yeah, sour watermelons. Yeah. Uh, oh so yeah. What do you call keys? those things sour keys? Yes. Love them, but, oh, but, yeah. but I stay really clear. See, Grant, that is when that bowl theory that of candy that eat something go in there. <laughs> oh yeah, nice big bowl. I can't because. I, I can tell you, I mean, things like sour keys, I used to have, I'd eat them until my tongue went all funny. Oh, yeah, totally. But you can almost feel it in your teeth, too, after you eat it. But You do, yeah, you do. Good. You feel, you almost feel dirty. Like, <laughs> because they have that, that weird texture that it's like you just feel, they, I'm coated in sugar. I can't, I can't even survive. I'm covered in sugar. Oh, if your yeah. teeth could talk. If your teeth could talk. Well... I guess anything in moderation, you know, as long as we're we're careful. Uh, we I'm just looking at the word moderation up again. I keep hearing people throw that around. Ah, uh, yes, it's a it's a downer. What can I say? Um, you guys were t- chatting a little bit about climate change er- uh, earlier in the show. Again, I know this is a topic that I mean keeps coming up because it's such a big thing, and I have a little 
article from Canadian Press here talking about how it's actually influencing the healthcare system. When you have to shut down an, a hospital operating room because there's so much wildfire smoke, your instruments can't keep sterile, that's when you know climate change is affecting healthcare. That's exactly what happened in the operating room of Dr. LaFontaine, president of Canadian Medical Association. These things are out of the norms. You don't think about them until they happen. LaFontaine echoed a warning in research released Tuesday uh, from well, yesterday from one of the world's top medical journals. Uh, it concludes that uh, worldwide extreme heat is already emphasizing the effects of heart and lung diseases, worsening pregnancy outcomes, disrupting sleep, increasing injury-related death, and limiting people's capacity to work and exercise. Uh, infectious diseases such as malaria have a longer season to spread. Uh, Heat-related deaths have increased 68% between 2017 to 2021 compared to the previous decade. Almost two-thirds countries globally saw more deaths uh, due to high or extreme heat or fire danger, uh, including the BC heat wave. Canada is not immune, and they do make some interesting recommendations. I always like when this isn't totally doom and gloom. It gives some information about what we can do about it. Uh, part of that is to have some sort of a standardization of licensing so that, for example, if there's a problem in British Columbia, a nurse from you know Alberta or Saskatchewan, whatever, can jump in to help out. They also suggest uh, wellness checks on people who are more vulnerable to heat. Uh, this isn't mentioned in the article, but I've heard of actually uh, including uh, temperature control in building standards so that buildings would have to be built with air conditioning in mind. It also says Canada has too many health facilities built on floodplains or susceptible to melting permafrost. And uh, that is something that we're going to have to think about in the future. So hopefully you know, we have enough kind of wake-up calls to get people at least thinking about climate change. But uh, it's good to, to know that there's at least a little bit of control that we can have in terms of influencing healthcare positively. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's clear that climate change is affecting so many um, ways and, and aspects of our lives that we are not even considering, right? Like going through this and thinking and, and this expense to this expense to that expense to everybody and everything um, is pretty scary. And when you were talking about how long we have of hotter days, like the seasons of heat are becoming longer and longer and talking about, you know, malaria and, and viruses being able to um, stay around much longer. It took me back to our conversation about um, fleas and in our cats and dogs and how flea and tick seasons mm -hmm. are getting longer as well. So that was a real hit, you know, of reality when we talked mm -hmm. to Dr. Daniel Jean kind of thinking, oh my gosh, you know, it's it's not just about the everyday news flashes we're getting. There's all these different ways that we can tell climate is changing. And yet there are people out there in this world who don't even believe it as a concept yet. Like it's it's that much of a spectrum, Grant. 
Yeah, you, you know what I think is so interesting too is that it goes right back to this whole thought about like having human rights to things, like having right in Canada to healthcare. You know, can you imagine like in the 1990s, let's say, if you called 911 and the emergency responder said, like, sorry, we can't send anybody? Right. I mean, you sue them and go to litigation yeah. pretty much, I'm, I'm assuming. But nowadays, I mean, we had that. We went through that in British Columbia last year where they were just so overwhelmed that like the circuit oh, wow. busy people were actually calling the non-emergency number. And it's like, yeah, we, you know, I'm sorry, but we can't do anything about it mm -hmm. now. And mm -hmm. I think that's an interesting wake-up call. But I also agree yeah. with what you said. And I've, I've heard about this thing in BC as well where you know, they're like, oh, we need a really big cold season to get rid of some of these, you know, bugs, these ticks or whatever that are killing mm -hmm. other things they shouldn't be killing. And that's just not happening. No, no. And everything that's has changed. Great. And it's yeah. amazing how one thing changes or leads to something else. And we're, we're hearing suddenly about species of penguins and so on because of a degree or two how much it changes, how much ice, how much they can't survive because there isn't that living space for them. And we're just getting this in so many different areas because, as we've always heard and been told, boy, our ecosystem, our world, is quite fragile. Wow. Grant, it's, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some, some food for thought anyway, but uh, hopefully we'll start to turn things around. I, I like to think there's enough people good people in the world people with solutions that will will come up with something but i guess we all have to just care about our planet and uh, keep keep trucking along yeah and stop thinking well there's nothing i can do i'm only just little old me and i think we all have to realize little old me can talk and push and urge can have at least the like-minded that we all need to have to do to get this done thanks pal we'll talk to you later in the show thanks guys that's reporter Grant Hardy. He was here with the latest health news for us. Some interesting conversation pieces there. That's for sure here on the program. We do that on Wednesdays. He'll be back Friday for Lifestyle. At, also, though, later on in the show, he's got what in the world for us. We will be back in two minutes. And when we return, Margaret Weldon will be highlighting Wounded Warriors Canada, an initiative offering support for veterans, first responders, and their families. Stand by, please.